And then All he right. wants to get back up. I think he thinks it's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Rainer, and welcome to Collecting Rarities. Uh, I'm joined today by Sweet Angel Dean and uh, another guest, if you would care to introduce yourself. I am Seth. Uh, I uh, operate the page Seth Builds. Um, uh, I pretty much build any model kits, Star Wars, Gundam's my specialty, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, mm -hmm. Waiting for some uh, newer ones to come out. Um, Kubota Kia, um, Good Smile and all that. Uh, I do have a couple of those as well. Nice, nice. Well, we're going to get a little bit more into the Gundam side of things here in a little bit, but let's uh, start every episode where we do with the uh, Saber restock, which is right now there's really not much news out there because COVID's got everything jammed up. <laughs> always. Yeah. Always, always. Now, Ultra Sabers is doing their uh, summer raffle extravaganza, which is you pay basically $250 purchase, you get entered into a raffle where you can win some awesome prizes. You also get 10% off your sabers and free shipping on all orders under 250. So it's a, it's a good deal there. Now, as yeah. I was, as I was looking at the restocks, I ran across something on Saber Forge, which I thought was very interesting. And I, something I'd like to cover today. Um, let me see if I can bring this photo up here. So this is, the Dark Ray, for those of you who are familiar with it, if uh, you've seen Wise of Skywalker when Ray is in the, the ruins of the Death Star, she yeah. encounters the dark version of herself with a double-bladed lightsaber. Right. Oh, yeah. Saber Forge has taken it upon themselves to make this double-bladed lightsaber. And let me see here. Share screen. Application window. Dark Ray. Share. Here we go. So here is the picture of the saber itself. Now, one of the interesting things about it, you'll notice right off the bat, this price tag is $600. <laughs> I'm like, Oof. holy crud, for something that was on screen for a minute. Yeah. If that. Yeah. Oof. And you, you want to know what happens is it gets even worse. Because if you look at the uh, champion, uh, if you look at the champion tier electronics, adds another 500. The hero with NeoPixel will add another 750 like my god that is that and is it, insane it's functionally like it it does what it does in the movie it, it it's a swiss together. army knife of uh, lightsabers sort of it, it has a yeah. mechanism where it becomes one saber out of two but yeah. it's like a grand minimum for something that's on screen for maybe 30 seconds i, I don't know what do y'all think about this I mean, it's an easy pass. I, I don't even... I don't like spending that kind of money on, like, regular lightsabers. You know what I mean? Much yeah. Less. And especially yeah. if they're going to decanonize the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that that's a whole nother... That's a whole nother animal. We'll have to save that one for another show. Yeah. But I heard George Lucas is doing something. Something a little, uh, a little unorthodox to try to get rid of the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. Uh, I, I mean, who, uh, who really wants to collect the uh, the newer part of the trilogy's merchandise not, anyway? Aside me. from Kylo Ren and like, uh, I mean, honestly, what happened with the Knights of the, the Knights of Ren? Like, I was super hyped about that, and then it was just like, 
There's a word for it. It's Never. called Last Jedi. <laughs> right. Uh, literally, that like 30 minutes, that was it. Yeah. They overhyped I mean, that for nothing. It was like same thing with like Phasma. Well, and I was looking at like the whole thing with the surrounding the Knights of Ren and stuff before Last Jedi come out. And apparently there was supposed to be like this huge showdown where Kylo Ren had tracked um, Ray to the island while he was she was training with Luke. And like they, he brought the Knights of Ren with him, and Luke was supposed to like royally whoop the crap out of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember man. leaked set photos of that. So like when it didn't happen, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, um, I mean, I guess they do that to throw people off all the time too. But, yeah, yeah, it's like false flag. Well, and, you know, there's so much that goes on between concept and development versus yeah. actually happens. I mean, who knows where, where the slip up was? Maybe it was a fake out. Who knows? But Maybe. I mean as far as as far as Ryan Johnson's concerned, I would just not put anything past him. Hey, what's going on, Danny Lee? Mario Cortez, what's going on? Okay. How is it going? So anyways, yeah, this this saber is an easy pass for me. Hello, Gordon's builds. Yeah, that's my boy. Nice. Yeah, he's uh, that's the guy I was telling you about in uh, the pre-show. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's 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 really he's really dope. So he does a lot of a lot of good work there. I'll have to. I'll have oh to yeah, him. yeah, he's a great painter. Uh, he does like really good diorama work as well. Uh, mm -hmm. He has a bunch of uh, tutorial videos on his uh, his YouTube page. Everybody feels like checking that out. I'm gonna follow him right now. Yeah, I'll have to say I'll have to check him out after the show because uh, I'm in need of a diorama for a project of mine. But well, anyways, what we're going to get into now is what we were talking about a minute ago, which is Gundam. Uh, Gundam, the everybody knows it. You know, you can't not be a nerd and know or at least heard about Gundam. Right. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah. So. Um, now, one of the interesting things about uh, Gundam is its relationship with Star Wars, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But Seth, I wanted you to kind of take the helm on this one and really just explain like the history of Gundam and really like what what makes it so unique. You know. All right. Well, uh, Gundam has it, it, its its influences kind of range from everything with like. German history, Japanese history, some Chinese history. Um, the the show itself, it um, it was kind of like a last a last ditch effort uh, by Sunrise. Uh, mm -hmm. It was it, it it really didn't carry that much hype, and it wasn't intended to succeed. Um, but the the model kits and everything, and the toys that were made by Clover which are like extremely <laughs> expensive right now and really, really hard to find. Um, those those kind of led uh, the gateway to uh, modern gunpla and like uh, the, its influence in the modeling world. Yeah, yeah, because I, I noticed, I mean, I, anywhere you go where you see any kind of projects or arts or crafts or like comic book stores, whatever, you, you at least see one or two Gundam models. I mean, heck, we got some in the mall at Think Geek over here. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Gundam also, I mean, it came out uh, in '79, the first yeah. Mobile Suit Gundam. I mean, it paved the way for pretty much every mech show after that. Yeah, um, 
because before it was giant uh monsters yeah it was like Godzilla yeah. Or like, like uh, Ultraman, right? Doesn't he get really big? I don't. Oh know. yeah, Ultraman. dude. Yeah. Ultraman's still going really, really strong. Yeah. Um. Or like, like the Power Rangers, and like. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. They weren't that early, but like shows yeah, like, like that, where it's like people in suits. Yeah. Um. And then Gundam came along, and it was like people in mobile suits. You know, obviously it's a cartoon, but yeah. then you know, I mean, you probably couldn't count. How many anime are out there with mobile suits? Now. Mobile suits, exactly, dude. I could name like four off the top of my head. Um, I wouldn't have Robotech that came out in '82. You know, yeah. that's, you know, what four years later, um, or three years later. Uh, I mean, Escaflone, uh, oh, Gurren Logan, yeah. Evangelion. I mean. There's just countless. So Gundam really paved the way, not only in terms of anime, but merchandising. Um, I, oh, yeah. I have I have my fair share of, of Gundams. Most of them I keep right here, but they're all on my desk. I'm gonna show them off here in a second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that Gundam is definitely one of those things that you know. Like I said, you 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 you've got to have at least heard of it. I mean, I remember when I was uh, I remember I was when I was like ten years old, and I would come home and watch like the Toonami lineup after school, and Gundam <laughs> was a part of it. Yeah, got the yeah. wing, G Gundam. Yeah, that's uh, a, one... uh, Oh, go ahead. Uh that that's uh that's where everybody's pretty much got their their main uh kind of exposure to Gundam was Cartoon Network and Toonami. Uh but there was actually a very very um let's just let's just call it hilarious uh, version of Gundam that was Americanized that was based off of the SD version that was uh, called Doozy Box. Um, it, really? it was yes, it was literally all the the Gundam designing from the SD show, but the <laughs> the script uh, yeah did not carry over and uh, that's hilarious. It, yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a watch, but yeah, it's really know, funny. Strong will that was what early 2000s yeah or maybe late late 90s uh, um, i mean the 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 main hype of the of gundam really picked up in the the mid mid 90s and yeah like early and like all those shows were already old by then yeah, yeah. Like dragon ball was 80s wasn't it yeah yeah like the those are all really it. old shows but to us it was like oh my god like yeah, Everyone the exposure. Yeah, it was it was late, but it was like it was really, really, really well received. Yeah, and like I don't, the, the American audience picked it up. Really. I don't know a single person who doesn't like Gundam. Yeah, like oh, I fucking hate that show. I've literally never met anybody that doesn't like at least some aspect of Gundam. I, like, well, there's the whole Universal Century timeline. Um, um, I think it's one long timeline. And there's there's like, a there there's about like uh about like thirty different like animated shows. There's about fifty different manga series. Yeah. Uh, the universe is extremely vast, and it's universe. There's Universal Century. Uh, there's the Advanced Century. Like okay. Um, it, it uh the Universal Century is the most explored 
Um, right now, they're they uh they released Gundam Thunderbolt, which is by far one of the best Gundam series since the original, as far as like realism and real Robo, uh, where compared to like Super Robo, um, because like some of like IBO and all that was really really you know exaggerated. Um, I was about to say the IBO is Iron Blooded Orphans, right? Yes, it's uh, yeah, I it, do. it's okay. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. I'm like, eh, okay. I, I'm just not a fan of the mech designs. They're well, kind of um, silly looking. There's a there's a series called uh, G Reconquista um, that those mechs were actually the original designs for uh, for Iron Blood Orphans, and um, the G Arcane was originally supposed to be the Barbados. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, people love the Barbados. I'm like, uh, I take it or leave it. I, I don't. I mean, the dimensions of it. Some of them are there. It's got they, that skinny waist, though. I imagine that would be a tactical disadvantage. Oh, <laughs> highly, highly. It it makes everything extremely non-functional. Yeah. It, it it's based off of like a hydraulic system as well. Yeah. So it's kind of. Like the moment you would you uh you would uh bend a shaft on that hydraulic system, you'd be yeah. Scared. And then on the other side of the coin is probably one of my favorite Gundam uh series, um, which is the 08 MS team. Those things, oh, look I love like it, love tanks. it, yeah. They look like like everything is there for a reason. Like, yeah, the ground type, uh, the ground types, uh, the, the easy eight and stuff like yeah, that. Dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, the the aesthetic of, of uh, the eighth MS team is uh, that whole it, show is so good. Yeah, that's like, people a, that's, die. Uh, yeah, like there's like real problems that they have to face. It's not so. Not like Gundam Wing was like fantastical or anything. Yeah, it was some like, edge, it was Edge Lord's cringy stuff. It was, yeah, 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 it was meant to be like uh, it is. It, it's the nineties. Uh, what is yeah. it? Uh, Shonen trope. Just over. Yes, dude, yeah, you nailed yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. So when I saw 08 the MS team, I was like, "Holy shit, this is cool!" It was like seeing Robotech for the first time because you know back, yeah. back then cartoons were like. You know, Sailor Moon and Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. where the good guys always won. And well, then you um, watch Robotech, it's like, holy shit, the main character, one of these guys just died. Like, yeah, there's I, real um, consequences to their actions. Oh, wait, the so, uh, amazing. Yeah, Hideo Kojima, uh, he, uh, he talked about his influence of uh, Gundam and all that uh, on um, Metal Gear Solid. Um, well, the. He he kind of uh, he he expressed it as uh, was it Robotech and Mas Macross was about the friendship and war, but Gundam was about the realism and uh, like the 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 hardships of war. Oh yeah, dude! Like Zeta Gundam. Oh my god, dude! Oh yeah, that was that was that was a pretty dark. Zeta one. Gundam's so cool. I yeah. My sister got me into it because I was like, I don't know, but holy shit! And uh, dude, Camille is so cool. He actually, um, Camille is not a girl's name. It's, yeah, it's dude, a man's it's name. So funny, because I was talking to my sister about it the other day, and I was getting in the car with her and my mom, and I was like, oh, um, I drew a picture of Camille, and my sister was like, oh, cool. 
And so I gave it to her. And my mom was like, Camille, isn't that a girl's name? <laughs> and we started laughing. We're like, it's not a girl. <laughs> it's a man's name. Um, yeah. He, I, yeah, Camille's so cool. Um, yeah. I'm kind of sad that... Uh, at the end of Zeta, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets that better, though. Uh, at yeah, and Double of, Zeta. At the end of Double Zeta, yeah, he's like yeah. up and running. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Which that actually leads into like uh, Gundam. Uh, Gun- if it wasn't for Gundam Zeta, our modern like model kits, like it, it, um, the what what followed after Zeta was Gundam Sentinel, and Gundam Sentinel around 1985. That's what intro- introduced like the direct injection molding, uh, whereas you have your 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 um standard snap fit model kits now. That's mm-hmm. basically what they introduced. Uh, before that, it was all paint and glue. Uh, yeah, it, like it's where you had to put a, a real labor of love. Yeah. Yeah, like an old-fashioned yeah. model. Yeah, I was yeah. building a, a condom kit the other day with my sister, and I was like, nobody does it better than Bandai. I, like, they have that shit down to a fucking a science. science. Yeah, like, oh, it. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I've tried I... to build other kits. It just, it just, it Bandai ruins them for you. And, and not only yeah. is it just the, the quality of the pieces that fit together and um like let's just say there's like a, a ball joint and there's like 10 ball joints they figure out where they can use that in every part of the but it's yeah. also the instructions. that was a part of it yeah that was a part of the the thing in the, the gundam sentinel line was they they introduced the the uh, universal polycap system yeah where yeah it, for every single kit they yeah, have it. So i i just built this guy the 148 r oh, and nice. like yeah. there's so many reuses of polycaps in this that it blew my mind like oh they could use it for this and over here in a totally unique uh capacity from before they just blew my mind and like their instructions are so easy to follow i mean they're still in japanese and you could build the goddamn kits you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah you, don't we, need, you don't need to know it it's, we found that out with my uh with my old neighbor um i don't know if you i don't know dean if you ever met him uh, mr david he um he 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 loves building model kits he's been building ever since he was a kid and I introduced him to Gundam with the uh, uh, Master Grade uh, Alex kit, yeah. Uh, yeah. the one one hundred scale, and he uh, he absolutely loved it. And he's like, "I'm never going back to AMT again." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with the with the use of the Universal Polycap system, um, pretty much a majority of Bandai kits can be used for kit bashing very easily um due to due to the fact that the connection points are pretty much almost all the same unless like that that specific line uh swaps a ball joint with a peg or something other than that but it's essentially all polygaps dude not only that but luckily most gundam kits don't use every single polycap that they give you yes yeah, so you get you get like a lot of a so, lot of leftovers yeah dude i keep them in my desk cuz you could use them for other shit. Yeah, I fixed yeah. a few toys with yeah with polycaps that are, like oh even if I don't use the whole point I'll like I was like oh I need like a bolt and so I'll cut 
like the spruce, even the spruce you can use. Like it's so oh, yeah. weird. Gundam well, kits have saved my life <laughs> so many times. I actually used the uh, the runners uh, for uh, for kit bashing. If like one of the pegs and all that don't work out, if it's too long or something like that, I'll just use a uh, use a poly cap and snap off a piece of a runner, make it extra long, and like kind of uh, just um, um, shave it down a little bit to where it'll fit in the poly caps, and it works just fine. Like I have multiple kits in my collections that just sit there, including one of my uh, uh, one of my my contest entries that I put together with the runners. Real quick, I want to give a shout out to the shape. What's up, sweet potato? What's going on, man? What's going What's on? What's up, Manny? Manny, sweet angel. Oh. Um, yeah, Zach, you just got the perfect grade red astray, right? Yeah, I did. Mr. David actually built it for me because I took one look at that and I'm like, I'm so jealous. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so I was obsessed. This was. I don't know, maybe my sophomore junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. I was on I was just fucking around on Tumblr, I think, and somebody posted the perfect grade strike Gundam. Oh yes. And dude. it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. And I was like, I don't I don't I've never seen this anime. Uh I don't I don't even know what it's from still. Gundam Seed, maybe? Yes, it's a it's a Gundam Seed. Uh, model kit. Um, that's a. Uh... What are you doing? Uh, oh, uh, we just lost him. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. So I became obsessed, and I was like, I am on a mission to buy this kit. My bad, guys. Oh, it's okay. Well, uh, the uh. The say the uh the seed line is actually one of my favorite lines. Uh, I, I actually collect majority of strays. Um, I think I have like thirty or so. So you mentioned this 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 got really popular. So anytime anything's popular, it's bound to get imitators. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the knockoffs that are out? Oh, there? the third parties. I wouldn't say knockoff because they're kind of doing their own thing. This yeah, because. I had brought that up, uh, man, I don't even know when it was, but I was like, yo, there's like third-party everything. There's third-party yeah. Transformers, third-party this and that. I was like, I don't know if there's any third-party Gundams. Because um, Gundams, right Gundams are really cheap anyway. Mm -hmm. so I okay. can't imagine third-parties are much cheaper. So the, me the, the metal builds is, are actually what majority of the third-party kits uh, are. Because the metal build kits tend to be like the hundreds of dollars, whereas the original release of this guy, uh, roughly $350, $380 or so, I built this guy. Um, the expansion for the Calenwinch swords in the back, the red dragon fin, um, and that all of it together uh, was roughly about $110. So. Uh, the price varies, whereas this kit itself was about eighty bucks. How much is it, is it usually? Like if you were to get a legit one, the legit metal build about three hundred fifty. 
God. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's uh it's it's diecast uh diecast metal. They're they're really nice. Right <laughs> yeah, this guy right here is actually a third party as well. Uh, this is the Outframe D. Uh, this one is made by Dragon Momoko, which is one of the more uh, well-known third-party brands. Um, this kit was actually fairly cheap. I think it was like uh, 40 or so. So the third parties are mostly produced in China, so they're very cheap. Whereas you get this bad boy from Bandai, and it's about $150 for a high-res. Yeah. 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 Mr. Mr. David, actually, I was over at his place today and he actually just bought the perfect strike. Um, oh, there's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So back to, yeah. So the strike gun, them, the perfect great strike gun, them. I was like, I am on a mission to buy this thing. So here in town, there used to be a store called Hobby Town USA. Oh, um, yeah. And they did like race cars. Yeah. I'm sure they're everywhere. You know, like RC um, type stuff. Yeah, yeah, airplanes and model kits. So I was like, let me just go in here because they had recently moved closer to my house. So I went over there and sure enough, they had it. And it was like, man, at the time, I think it was like 2.30 or something, which yeah. for a sophomore in high school was like godly expensive. Yeah. And so I put it in layaway. And I finally got it out, and holy shit. Luckily, I was pretty used to building model kits by this point, but this was like nothing I had ever built before. No. Um, I think the legs took me like eight hours, like pretty much like per leg. Like they're so intuitive. And they use like cast iron joints in them, don't they? Um, not this one, they might now. But I still have uh, it. Some is yeah. Some they do have metal joints and whatnot. Uh, yeah. But back uh, back to the third party stuff. Those kit, uh, those boxes behind me, um, those are what some of them come in because at port of entries, um, a lot of them can't have the imagery of a third party kit or uh, customs will seize it. So yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. I did I did some minor uh, paint weathering on this guy. Dude, it looks really nice. I like I, that. This kit is so... This will never leave my collection. I just... Again, I've never even seen the show. Um, but Yeah, Seed's not really the mo- the best, but it the the, uh, the models are definitely uh, really, really well received. I wish I had the backpack for it. Uh, I haven't been able... I know you could buy it separate. I haven't been able to track it down. Um, there's um, actually third-party backpacks that really? fit that as well uh, i can i can send you the uh, the website later um but yes uh there there's quite a few backpacks for the strike the strike is one of the most versatile um model kits out there and the sh- uh, strays are actually designed after the strike okay cool you know what yeah because yeah, sometimes i'll see a strike gundam and I'm like, that looks nothing like the one I have. Like, what is this? Um, or like different colors, like a all pink one. I'm like, what is this? Oh yeah, there's a there's a, so many different strike variants out there. Yeah, uh, you're you're thinking of the the strike rouge. Um, that uh, yeah. it's uh, it actually depends. Um, the the Gundams in those series, um, they they have different activation modes. 
and it actually will change the color of the the mobile suit. Is that kind and, of like unicorn? Um, sometimes it's green, sometimes it's gold. Kind of, sort of, uh, because there's the berserk mode, uh, where it turns red, and the perfectibility mode where it's like uh, greenish. Um, but uh, it, it actually changes the color design of the the um, the, the Gundam itself. Uh, and initially, when they're deactive, when the core is deactivated, they'll just be gray. Like you can uh, you you can find out Google searches of uh, deactivated mobile suits, mm. and they actually they sell the uh, they sell those kits. Oh, I had actually cool. I had ordered the uh, the um, the Justice uh, deactivated from Japan, and those are really rare because um, they're mostly uh, like a convention uh, and expo. Uh, event limiteds. Oh, wow! Yeah. Um, so they're pricey. So earlier you mentioned metal or Gundams with metal. Oh, the metal builds. Yes, um, the the high res use a little bit of die cast on a couple of the joints, um, and they, they're sturdy. Those those things are are super solid. So I have this still in the box. I haven't built it. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Uh, I suggest getting a stand for that because the knee the knee joints are a little weak. Okay. Um, yeah, but it, it specifically in the older ones like the Barbados and the wing, but the God Gundam and the the Strake variants. Uh, this is the 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 red frame, and I have the the Noir back there. Uh, that's high res, and they these things they do not move. They do not yeah, move, and they are so beautiful. That this, uh, this is a one one hundred. Yeah, this is uh, it the high res uh, wing in them. Yeah, it's uh, a little small from what I saw. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, um, I mean, well, yeah, because like your your first experience was a was a perfect grade. The 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 one sixties are uh pretty pretty uh vast in in the uh, in height yeah i was hoping because i think this is I, are these one 100 or no that one 100 yeah but yeah, they're um, the the um the articulation in it is super nice uh the the definition and detail the uh and all the white parts like a really really high gloss yeah uh and they should have like little details um and, and like um the, some of the panel designs yeah um like it should have uh, they they should have like a run through on the back of uh of what it entails yeah so i know a lot of people aren't a fan of these because it's not technically yeah because you build kit. you build it you build the uh the the armor comes on runners but, but the, the frame body, comes pre-built yeah, yeah up here yeah. um it's almost like people who don't like transforming transformers it's yeah like, who who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, if it looks is, cool, I want it. Um, yeah. Well, thing is, uh, and well, for the those, uh, it's it's a good three to five hour build. Still, it's a it's a it, it's got quite a bit to it. It's yeah. um it it's definitely worth the money. The shelf presence is amazing. Like I th those uh, those kits, uh, aside from the Barbados, the Barbados is the only one I wouldn't recommend. But the wing definitely with the stand, uh, and the the um, the God Gundam, the God Gundam. Dude, I want beautiful. the God Gundam so. I love the bad. redesign on it. Uh, it's the master one of the grade. I've ever seen. Yeah, the master grade just looks 
so dull compared to the high res. The high res has it, it the the paneling on it is exceptional. Like I I don't think there's a Gundam out there that I like more aesthetically this, than that one. This Gundam that I'm about to show is probably this is what I want out of a Gundam. Um, oh, yeah. It's a little small, but it's not the end of the world. But it is. I, prefer, I, I collect RGs and HGs, and those are 144 scales. Yeah, They're pretty no, small, but this is I, 100. I like them. This is okay. 100. But this, when I think of like, if I want the perfect Gundam, this is it. It's the Gundam Fix Figuration Beautiful. Metal Composite. Oh, I mean, yeah. this thing is heavier yeah. than this. Well, it's the because the the frame. This thing is solid. The frame is all die cast metal. Yeah, uh, that, I think yeah. Uh, the frame, the legs, some of the arm, but that's it. I, anything up here is plastic. Yeah, they are. They're. Uh, you can actually buy uh, individual frames itself, arms, all that the, uh, for metal parts that you can use for certain builds. Yeah. Um, they make a lot of metal strike frames. Because the strike frame is uh, is pretty universal with like the Astrays, all the the Gat X um, uh, line. Uh, what is it? The Buster, the Duel. Um, uh, I can't I can't think of all of them all. There's like there's like five of them, but they're uh, they're they're all essentially similar to the to the strike in them. That's so there cool. there are a lot of kits out there. That is, <laughs> dude. There's so many. Oh, um, yes, in my cart. And like I think it's on newtype.com. It's uh, yeah, new type new type's the, really good. The the easy eight and the golf. Oh yeah, dude. That's oh, such a good fucking fight, dude. Yeah, the um, Zaku boy. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah, so those are my car right now. I think it's like 70 bucks for both of them. I'm like, do I want to build two of those or do I want to get the, the master grade the god gundam? Dude, the uh the revive uh the revive HG uh goof. It's not very big, but I do prefer it over the master grades because the master grades are a little old and the models quite a bit dated. But I do I it, even even it, it's still a good kit. I'm not gonna say not get it, but the the new version of the goof. Uh, is is so nice in HD. Yeah, for again for my Gundams, I go for size. So yeah, I don't care. I get that. I get that. Like, I know, like the new real grades are far superior. Ooh, yeah. Um, Ooh, yeah, nice. which is funny because you get, I I get, I guess you get more bang for your buck, but in a smaller thing. Yeah. Um, this is a. Yeah. Wow. Hard. RG astray. The fact that an RG can achieve that kind of pose is pretty cool. Yeah, like that it sticks, it stays. Like they, when I, when I was growing up, real grades are trash, dude. It was so, like, why would I? Why would I get the smaller one when I could get the bigger one? So Seth, so Seth, you had you had mentioned to me uh, back while we were backstage preparing for the show that you know there was a a movie that um oh, that. So well, let me, let me tell you. There was a movie that Star Wars was based off of. Oh, I forgot to get the name of it. Correlation. It's the Hidden Fortress. I googled it. The Hidden Fortress. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. If it was not for the Hidden Fortress, we would not have so many anime tropes 
the Hidden Fortress was just absolute culture shock in 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 animation. Be like Akira would not exist. Star Wars wouldn't exist. Gundam would exist. Uh, was a Falconer. Like so, so many different tropes were were taken from that and weaponry, imagery. Oh yeah, there we go. Same director. Uh, yeah, Jimbo Sanjuro, but uh, yeah, yes, dude, yo, yo, Jimbo. Oh my god. Ah, uh, I still need to watch these, but uh, you haven't. Oh man, no, not yet. Uh, my good, sister to borrow them the other day, and I, I just have we're, we're gonna have to. Ha- we're gonna have to have a movie night, man. Let's, yeah. It's it's definitely a classic, man. But yeah, Kurosawa just, I mean, probably one of the greatest directors. Of, so of yeah, the influence like uh, Boondocks, even like in in Western animation, Yojimbo and all that has been ha, it's been reproduced and recreated, and the 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 framing, the the stills, like uh, the scenery, all that has been. Oh, like over reproduced in Western and Eastern cinema, like it, he he's definitely like up there. Yeah. So you had mentioned there was a correlation between uh, Star Wars and eventually what be, what Gundam became. So you want to talk a little bit more about that and the cultural impact of that? Yeah. So um, essentially, it same it same story from both Star Wars and Gundam. Like they were not meant. They they weren't. Uh, the greatest thing whenever they came out. They weren't that culturally, influ- uh, culturally influential uh, at the beginning, but the, whenever the hype picked up, it, it definitely did. It's carried over. Um, but Star Wars and Gundam, they do carry a lot of the same imagery, uh, whereas like the masked villains uh, between like uh, Cashball, uh, which is Shar and uh, Darth Vader, the beam weaponry, the guns, um, like uh, the the fact that they're both licensed by Bandai as well, like it's just two properties that are extremely similar, and a lot of fans who would like one definitely like the other. Yeah, yeah. I noticed. Um, I noticed a lot of. There's a lot of connection with, you know, Star Wars, Gundam, Star Trek, all this. They they all kind of play off of each other in terms of competitiveness. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I firmly believe if Star Wars wasn't a hit, Star Trek wouldn't have gotten revitalized in the 80s. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's the successes of uh, of other series like that that bring curiosity to, to newer franchises and stuff like that. And Star Trek, it definitely uh, it, it, it definitely had its cultural impact. But uh, without Star Wars, it, it definitely wouldn't have um the the foot to stand on but i mean isaac asimov and all those guys before them kind of laid the groundwork for everything because oh, the course. badasses that they were oh of course of course yeah so um now i wanted to get a little bit into uh a little bit into that but um i still haven't gotten a submission of rarity of the week which is a little bit of a, a little bit of a blunder for me but you know so we're gonna do rarity of the week today which is my oh, Disney World, and I know that's horrible. So I'm like, I'm not gonna, not gonna do that. It's still pretty dope. Uh, yeah. So if you want your your rarity of the week submitted uh, to uh, submit it to me, we'll uh, we'll we'll put it on the show. If I get enough submissions, we'll have a we'll have an election. See what see what the community wants to see, and we'll do an episode around it. 
So, yeah. I don't have much in, go in the well. I mean, I do have much in the way of rarities, but oh, I have, I have a rarity. Uh, oh but, yeah, yeah, it's right behind me that way. But you can't really tell by the box. But what's inside the box? That oh. is a, uh, it's a perfect grade a stray ghost frame, uh, made by Nielsen's work, which is one of the best third party companies out there. Uh, oh. that. The perfect grades from Nielsen Works are just on par with Bandai's perfect grades. The Estrays, like I, I cannot recommend a, a better Estray than the Nielsen Works. Estray. You know what? That's a good idea for the next episode. Third-party knockoffs, because there's a whole market out there. There's a whole underground for that. Yeah, I mean, it's a rarity in itself. Just knockoffs. I know? don't even know where to buy third-party. Um, Gundam. there's the there's a this website called the Gundam Model Center, uh, and those guys are by far one of the best third party kits, uh, companies that uh, well vendors that I've I've dealt with, uh, they're really good. Um, they they're really good about tracking. They're really good about shipping. Um, I haven't had I've ha I've I've uh, I know some people who have gotten some kits and they are utterly destroyed like the boxes are smashed and stuff oh. like that but that's not from them that's from like different vendors and stuff like that and it's uh it, it's it's uh it, it's it's kind of a russian roulette sometimes ordering from uh from some third party companies because you, yeah. you can't get the worst well, I know that I was on I was on Hitachi Station earlier today, and I saw somebody with the new Hot Toys Mandalorian that they must have ordered from uh, Asia, and the box just arrived, and it was like somebody literally took a sledgehammer to this thing. Oh no! And you just, that, and you that's just so tell, heartbreaking, man. You can literally just tell by the packaging that it had come from Asia because you know the way it was wrapped and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's heartbreaking and. Uh, if I had done that, I would have been like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gundam Model Center, though, they are really, really good about their presentation with their packages and all that. Uh, wow. I, Yeah, like, I, I, I have zero complaints with those guys. Um, shipping shipping's not normally that expensive, uh, and you tend to get it within three weeks or so. Awesome. So, yeah, it's really not bad. Even in COVID, like I got, I got my stuff fairly quick. I I got uh the those um the the Callan Winch uh backpack, which is uh this with a little bit of extra uh whatnot. Um, I got that within um uh, uh, it was like two and a half weeks. Nice. Let me yeah. ask you this, because I've been eyeing this figure. It's also another metal Gundam. It's a Zeta, but it's by. Tomeme called the MO2 Zeta. Is that Zeta? a third party? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. that is that is definitely a third party. I'd it have looks to, cool. I'd have to check that out because uh, there's so many different third party companies out there. It's yeah, it's a really nice Zeta. Ooh. It's one one hundred. It's already built. You just yeah pull it out of the box. Yeah, most metal builds they they're already pre built. You're not gonna have to cut anything out. Uh, you might have to put a thing, put a couple things together here and there, but other than that, it's it's pretty much all all put together. But my uh, my favorite one, my favorite scale metal builds are the 172s. Um, 
they're not as ginormous and massive as a, as a perfect grade, but they are bigger than the master grades and they have, they, they, they tend to have a lot of detail. They tend to have a lot of extra paint work on it. The decal work tends to be really good. And then they normally come with like LEDs and stuff like that as well. Wow. But it, it, it's, it's, uh, they're a bit harder to find, but I mean, you can get them, but my favorite third, my favorite third party things make are the, uh, the Gundam bus. Gundam bus. I've never heard of those. It's a head, it's a head, uh, the head, like shoulders, um, let me uh grab. Yeah, stuff. they're pretty large, aren't they? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this thing's pretty massive. Um, I didn't wire this one, uh, because I didn't uh I didn't have my my soldering stuff and all that, so uh it's it's ran without the wires. But they are really nice. Uh, it, it's all uh, it has everything you need, like for LEDs. It has all the inserts and all that, so you don't have to drill anything. Um, there, it, it did come with a diagram and all that, but I was just lazy and did not feel like soldering stuff. <laughs> we all have those days. Yeah, but this guy, oh, it's a one thirty-five scale. Yeah, but it comes with like little springs here and there. Uh, it comes with the LEDs. It's funny because I I saw those the other day, but it's because I was looking at the one thirty fifth Zeta Gundam. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're all like a thousand dollars now. Oh, oh yeah, God. dude. The like, one one thirty fifth scale, like full Gundam. It's huge. That's that's pretty massive. It's man. like. Uh, if you're that's, looking at a detoff, it's like about halfway up. Yeah, they're gigantic. Um, I I was looking up actually, I was looking up a review for that metal build Zeta Gundam. Yeah, and that popped up. I was like, "What the fuck is the thing's huge?" And it right. had it next to to this, and this looked like a yeah, master grade. And I was yeah, like, dude, mega uh. There, there's actually a guy who, uh, who said that, uh, was it that there's going to be a third party, um, what is it? Uh, I think it was a Sananju. It was either Sananju or the Sazabi, uh, but they're going to make a third party version of that based off of the, uh, the mega size unicorns frame. Nice, dude. Yeah, I um, might get the, that one, but I haven't found it yet. Uh, dude, I can, I can, I can uh, show you that they're, they're pretty easy to find, but I can, I can show you a couple sites. Yeah. Um, but Dabon uh puts out a um, a, it's a mega size Zaku two, that's uh the shark colors. Well, they put out a green one as well, and that one's only forty bucks. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Could yeah, that's one... a. It was like eighty something like that. I think this was a hundred. Or okay, I paid that man. Yeah, so like eighty in the shipping. Cause they they're pretty big. They they the boxes are pretty big. Yeah. So, not all Gundams are built equally. Um, no. So like this one, I think is fifty nine feet tall, right in the show. And yeah. then like Zeta mm -hmm. Gundam is sixty five feet tall. Yeah. So and then the F Zeta would the, be bigger. Yeah. What is it? The F ninety is like uh twenty eight. Is like twenty eight feet tall. It's a really, really small Gundam. The same thing with the crossbone. 
there's a uh, crossbones. Uh, um, it, it uses the F90s frame. So my question is, because I know, I know for like master grades and uh, the real grades, their sizes are pretty true. But when you get to like 148 scale, is it? Are they like still correctly sized? I think they're correctly sized, but what, uh, where that scale that scale sizing matter uh, matters most is in the high in the high grades. Um, so let's uh, move on. Because like the the Gundam Universe line, and I love these things. They're so cool. They're cheap. They're fast. They look oh. great. They're all the same size, but it's like they're not though. The unicorn Gundam would be way bigger than this guy. The wing Gundam would be, I think, smaller. I think the wing Gundam yeah. is smaller than the RX seven eight. You see, that is oh, okay. Come back. All right, that is a one forty four Kshatriya compared to a one forty four Unicorn. Uh, size difference a little bit. Uh, and then this bad boy over here, the Sananji Stein, um, it compared to another master grade, the size is different. That's a little high grade. Uh, whereas like a camphor over here, it's a it's one of the smaller Gundams. Uh, but there's uh, quite a bit of differences and man, you build a lot of kids, my god. <laughs> yeah. This uh these are actually um statues uh for the 40th anniversary that oh, cool. Van Presto put out. Uh that one is a rarity and a half. That is from the 20th anniversary. Um was it it came out for uh a video game uh for PlayStation 2. Nice. And on the yeah. sixth they have one of these uh, 148 scale arc 72s but it's like Pepsi colored. Oh yeah. That's an expensive kit. And then that guy right there, that's another rarity. Uh the the gun uh, the Gundam G3 uh Master Grade 2.0. Nice. Yeah. And then well, this little freak of nature. Well guys, we have been recording for almost an hour and uh I think we We've barely even scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we're going to have to call it quits at some point here. So, oh, yeah. Uh, this uh, bad boy. This is a 144 up here. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that is the... Uh, uh, it's 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 off of the, the new movie. This is the Penelope, whereas the Gundam on the inside is the Gundam Odysseus. And that Gundam is, uh, what is it? I think it's 80 feet tall. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and yeah. as I was t telling you about uh, Kabuta, uh, Kabuta Kia, that's a Kabuta Kia Evangelion kit. They are really nice, but they are very expensive. Nice. And then, of course, the Star Wars model kits. Yeah. Gotta. Well, I'm gonna open up the floor to some closing remarks here before we uh, sign off for the night. So. Yeah. Anybody uh, have anything they want to say? Uh, if somehow somebody's listening to this. Oh, yeah. These are all strike variants. Oh, cool. Yeah. I just want someone to make fucking character figures. Like, oh, yes. Figures. Oh, God. Uh, let me, uh... <laughs> like, I know there's a company, Mega House, making. Well, there's a, there's like, the, the, 
the the Fabo line. I don't know. About that. Uh, it, it's uh basically uh kind of like the SH Figuarts version of the Gundam series. Yeah. I wanna, a, I wanna say that company's mega house. Yeah. Ow! My dog bit me. And if you like build fighters. Oh, oh. yeah, no, I'm not a fan of those. Yeah. People I just mean, like hate Amara me. Ray, uh Camille. Um what's the what's that guy's name? I always forget what the mask from Gundam. Uh, Char. Char. Yeah. Like you could there's so many like characters you can make hero duo ketra um and it's like the, nobody makes the pilots like it, you have the license for the goddamn product like just well, make um, what is it i think uh bluefin um yeah bluefin is owned by uh well bandai owns bluefin now so distribution in america is a lot easier but like so I mean, we might they don't even make it for Japan. Like they don't make right. character figures. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, this is a uh, another rarity in North America. It's uh, a vintage no grade uh, Astray Mirage. Um, they're quite hard to find. Nice. But, yeah, but uh, I think I spent a uh, hundred on this guy. But in Japan, they're like thirty five dollars. Dude, there's so many things I've bought from Japan that are yeah. cheap as shit, but for me, it's expensive. Yeah, the way it goes, that import, man, that import. Oh, yeah. Always. All right. Well, I think this has been one great discussion, fellas. I'm happy to have you to have had you on the show here, Seth. You are a fountain of information. I know. <laughs> uh, no problem, Very man. Much. All right. Well, and I thank you again, Dean, for showing up and yeah. helping out. Um, if uh, there's nothing else you all want to talk about, um, I'm Rainer. I'm Dean. I'm Seth. We're signing off. Stay rare, stay golden, people. See you guys. Try fast. Take chances. <laughs> Not too fast, though. Right. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, but we had some technical difficulties with my microphone that we were unable to fix for this broadcast. It has been fixed, and so for the next episode, we will not have any issues. Thank you. Stay rare, stay golden.